Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Japanaholic Podcast, the one-man podcast. Surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by a certified Japanaholic. I am the, the certified Japanaholic, Taylor. And I am back for this month's edition of Weeb Reviews. The monthly series where I take a look at an anime series that I have watched in the past and discuss what I thought about it. And for this month, I've decided, because of the fact that it is the brand new year, I'm my microphone, sorry, I had to move my microphone because I'm not properly set up right because currently not really in my original recording space. Instead, I've moved a little, a little bit of ways. So I'm not in my original spot. So um, this is the first time I'm recording in a different place. But anyways, um, since it is a brand new year, I figured I would... Start the year off on a positive, on a nice, wholesome note. Okay. Um, I originally wanted to review an anime that I figured to be one of the worst animes I've watched. But I have not brought myself to re-watch this series because of the fact that it's been so long since I've watched it. I don't want to... Kind of, I don't want to get things wrong, or I don't want to... Forget a bunch of stuff. That's the thing. I want to review stuff that I've watched like very recently, and not like a like a random show. I was like, oh, I watched this like two years ago. I'm gonna review it this month. It's like I'm not gonna if I'm gonna review a show, and if I don't really remember it all that much, or if it's been a long time since I've watched it, I will probably rewatch it. And I have not brought myself to rewatch the show that I've considered to be the worst anime. If I can get to it by February, it'll be next month. But I will not promise you anything because of the fact that I'm not good at keeping promises. And I'm probably not going to actually end up watching it. Because of the fact that this this season of anime, which is winter 2021, has some of the greatest animes that we'll possibly get out of this year. And we have redo of a human. <laughs> but... I'm watching Eurocamp, the second season, uh, the second part of the second season of ReZero. Not down to uh, I'm watching Horty Mia, which I have to say is f amazing. I've not, because that's actually an anime series that I've never really heard of. Okay. Um, I understand it's a very classic rom-com, but I've had so many rom-coms that I've tried to re read over the past couple of years that I have not gotten to Horty Mia. Oh my god, I need to read it up on it real quick because I love that series. Actually, it's up there on one of my favorite most... I want to say my most liked rom-coms, actually. Um, so, yes. I don't want to kind of taint this season with, uh, with a rewatch of a show that I hate a lot. But I'll probably have to do it for next month or March. But... Keep an eye on that. Uh, keep an eye on the Weeb Reviews for the next couple of months. I'll get to it. I'll get to it eventually. However, for this month, I decided to go a little wholesome. A little, a little nice slow burn. Nah, I don't want to say slow burn, but it's a nice show. Okay? You already know by the title of it, of the of the podcast episode. We're going to be talking about some K-On. Let's talk K-On, shall we? The reason why I want to talk about K-On is because of the fact that K-On is still to this day in the year 2021. A very relevant anime series that a lot of people talk about. At a time where a lot of animes were very forgotten about. Because the first season of K-On! aired in 2009. The second season aired just a year later. 
in 2009, you really can't name off too many amazing animes compared to the amount that we had at the time uh, given. 2009 really was a good year for anime to some some degree, but then you look at the amount of animes that were uh, that were distributed in that year, and then in 2010, it's just like uh, I don't know, I don't know about it, dog. Compared to what we had last year, compared to what we had in 2019, can't I don't think it could compare that much. But I want to talk about this series because of the fact that it's probably one of my favorites. Uh, my favorite series solely because of the fact that because I'm sitting sorry move up my microphone again because of the fact that it is a a slow burner wholesome show dedicated to music I figured I would I figured I'd watch it because I'm a huge music person but more so on the rock side of the category I'm not a hip-hop I'm not a rap guy I could care less about those two genres however you give me an anime that goes into uh Rock? Oh, damn. I'll watch it. Then you give me, then you give me, uh, anime girls that are all very adorable. Rocking out? Oh, where do I sign? A K-On? Awesome. I'll sign. Where's the signature? I'll write my signature right there. I'll sign for it. <laughs> for those who have not watched K-On, I would strongly recommend watching it before continuing on with this episode. Because of the fact that I'm going to be getting into a whole slew of spoilers. But then again, when I say a whole slew of spoilers, I'm just mainly going to be talking about the fact that they played in a rock band for their entire high school time. That's pretty much, that summed up about 60% of what the show is. The other 40% is them just sitting around eating tea and drinking, eating tea and drink, God, <laughs> eating cake, drinking tea, man. 2021's off to a hot start. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. English is not my first language. Except it is. But. I watched this show last summer. Which is probably the best time to watch. Uh, Chaos. When it's nice and. Uh, if you live in the northern hemisphere of course. It's where it's like nice and warm. And stuff like that. And you know you can enjoy. Uh, you can enjoy the. Okay, because because of the fact is is that like when, when the more you watch K you know in the summer the more it's like wow this is absolutely comfortable because it's kind of like when you watch Eurocamp in winter you feel more obligated to grab a blanket or hot chocolate or whatever wrap yourselves up and watch the entire first season that binge the second season um and then do it all again ten more times like me. But we're not going to talk about Eurocamp because I already have before many times. Um, but with K-On, I feel like it's the same thing, but in the summertime. You need to have like, you know, like a nice cold drink uh, to your right or to your left, whichever whichever dominant you are. If you're left dominant or right dominant. But you have your drink on your dominant side and then a nice... How, what could be on your other side? I don't know. Your TV remote to blast the music or whatever. Because let me tell you. Let me tell you. This anime doesn't... It doesn't... How should I say this? It, it, it's not all cutesy and stuff like that when you get into the, the, the rock music and stuff like that. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. It, like The rock music they sing about is amazing because of the fact that if you actually listen to their songs and listen to um their... Or at least look up their meaning or if you are 
uh, capable of understanding the Japanese language, you can listen to the lyrics and you can understand that even though there's a lead guitar and then a, uh, a rhythm guitar, then a bass guitar and a drum, you know, just because it's rock doesn't mean that it doesn't have like some nice vibes to it or whatever. Um, so, you know, because a lot of the meanings of the songs are basically what the, uh, obviously, what the anime has about. It's about, you know, getting comfortable with friends or whatever. I mean, obviously, there's a couple ballads in there um, that pull your heartstrings, especially near the end of season two, because of the fact that, for the most part, once again, this this kind of this is kind of rare to find, but this anime basically adapted their entire high school life in two seasons. Um, they start season one, which I believe is first year high school, if I remember correctly. Uh first year, and then the end of the second end of the second season, they're done with their their fourth year third year is it fourth i can't remember see the amount of high school animes i've watched is a lot but since i've grown up in america and we have 12 grade systems which is four of them in high school i'm used to thinking about the fact that japanese high school has four years but i think it's only three years for the most part but every time i think about it my brain just goes into scramble eggs mode and i'm just like it's a three is a four it's a ten it feels like ten but um basically in 20 close to 30 episodes you get the their entire high school life which is you know a set they don't really go that crazy in depth about their high school life because obviously most of the days that they are, you know, in school, they're uh, drinking tea, eating cake, and for every every once in a while, they'll play a rock song or practice or whatever. Um, if I can get... I'll get into the characters here in just a second, though. I just want to give, like, a nice little basic start of what this series is for anybody who hasn't... Um... um for anybody who hasn't watched it yet. Um, but basically, at this point of the podcast episode, I might as well get into the characters and some of the, the stuff that I thought about in terms of the seasons. Because I have not only two seasons to go through, but also a movie. And the thing is, is I really want to go through the movie uh, um, right now because of the fact that the movie is still relevant to this day. Um... The movie is just about to hit 10 years. It uh, had its release in the fall 2011. I'm not so sure when the date was. I think it was October 2011. I can't remember. Um, But still to this day. I don't want to say to this day because of the fact of Rona. But um, I don't remember how long ago it was. It was like a few years ago. Not a few years ago. Sorry. A few months ago. I talked about this. Where I was following somebody on Twitter and I saw that they went to a movie theater in Tokyo. And in Tokyo, in that theater, they had the K-On! movie still showing. 
This was before Japan went into their state of emergency lockdown situation that they have right now. So this was back in, like I said, October or September, maybe. I'm not so sure. There, I mentioned this in a pod, another podcast episode from then that still to this day, the movie is still being shown in theaters. Uh, and uh, the fact that that movie is still being shown 10 years later and it's a anime about just high school girls in a rock band. But, you know, instead of... But, like, the rock band's, like, 20% of the series. The other 80%'s them doing high school things, I guess you'll say. Kind of being lazy in a way. Um, so I like that. That's really cool. Um, but I didn't want to get into any spoilers of the movie because of the fact that I wanted to talk a, a lot about the first two seasons first. Um, so let me get into that real quick. Uh, so for the first season, I think I liked the first season more than the second season, but albeit since my, I think I gave both scores 9.5s out of 10, if I remember correctly, I'll take a look real quick. Uh, yes, I did. Never mind. <laughs> so I guess I liked them equally. Uh, the reason why I give it a 9.5 is because I just absolutely love the concept of a music anime on rock, first off, okay? That was probably ha over half the score. Because of the fact, like, a lot of music animes are just kind of like soft music or, uh, or idols. Idol music. Unless you're a zombie land saga. Um, but to have an anime, uh, of rock music, or at least lighter rock music, obviously it's not like power metal or thrash metal, it's just soft rock music, you know, stuff I can still get behind as a, as a, as a very big music lover, because, you know, I like me, because I like me some high BPM rock music, but at the same time, a couple, a couple, like, uh, some slow rock ballads doesn't hurt either, okay, so I'm set for that, and then the other half of the score is the fact that you get, you set it in high school, and you make it very wholesome, and the fact that there's, like, very little drama throughout the entire first season. Second season, there's a little bit more drama, but I'll get to that here when I, go, when I talk about the second season. But for the first season, there's, like, very little drama whatsoever. And I think the biggest drama is they were looking to have um, another... They wanted to have another person in their band, which that's where... Um, <laughs> that's where ever-so-famous... Uh, Azunyan, as uh, Yui calls her, joins the, the prey. All five of the Light Music Club, as they're called, all five of them are um, adorable. And because of the fact that it is a high school anime, you have to split, split their personalities. All five of them work perfectly. You have Yui, who is the airhead, <laughs> you have Ritsu, who's the energetic one, the childish one as well. You have Mio, who is the the serious Moe one. Then you have uh, Nagano uh, or Azunyan, who is uh, 
very serious, but never taken serious. Then you have Mugi. <laughs> I, I love Mugi, okay? Oh my god, I love her. She's so... Um, I'm trying to describe her personality, but it's hard to describe her personality right now. But she's absolutely one of my favorites out of the group. Um, she's like the most quiet one out of them all, though. Um, but she is the most, how should I say, she is the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Privileged? I don't want to say privileged. That sounds wrong, I feel like. I feel like that's wrong to say that. But, you know, she, she grew up in a rich, kind of rich family, so she has the ability to, uh, bring in cake and all that sort of stuff, obviously. So, there's that. Um, and all of them are surprisingly good at their roles in the band, even though it looks like since they don't do that much in it, I feel like, I feel like it makes it easy to get into a band. When in reality, like, okay, just because Yui can pick up a guitar and magically play pretty well, doesn't mean I can do it. I have a, I bought a guitar and I bought an amp to go with it, which costed me about 300 bucks, 400 bucks. Getting into music's first off, flippin' expensive. Ha! <laughs> it's expensive. The fact that Yui could just pick up a guitar, the fact that anybody just basically like picked up a guitar or got on the drums and were all like bam, 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 and then made some pretty good, <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Why I made it sound like that, but they're really good for how much of a, a, a rookie they can be. They make rookie mistakes and stuff like that, And but yeah, when I bought my guitar and my amp, I'm like playing around with it, and you know, obviously in anime, it's going to look a lot easier than in real life, and yeah, anybody who's been a, been a, a musician in their life. Uh, when they pick up a guitar or get on the drums or whatever, they can, they can easily tell you that uh, it's not easy, especially on uh, guitars, at least in my case, guitars. Um, so, and then you also have the keyboard as well. Keyboards, I, I don't know what it is, but I think I love the keyboard more than I love guitars, but the thing is, is trying to get a Yamaha keyboard is like trying to buy a fucking house. Good luck with that. That is expensive. Whoa. The keyboards are really good uh, to have in a band and stuff like that. And I think that's, if you listen to the music of the Light Music Club, ah, it complements the, the sound so much. <laughs> it's amazing. But yes, like I said, I mean, I really can't say much about the series in general because of the fact that most of it, they're, you know, lazing around or whatever. But I... It doesn't mean it's a bad series, like I said, because I, like I said, I rate them both, break both seasons a 9.5. Um, but, you know, when a lot of people talk about, like, animes that they go in depth about them, they usually talk about, like, certain arcs or certain moments where dramas happen. But in reality, I mean, like, the most that they've really, they most of the things, I can't speak, though, <laughs> the most drama that's in there is in the second season at the end of the the season when they're 
four of them, four out of five of them are going to be graduating. The other one is going to be left behind. Um, and that's when, you know, it's like, it's a problem that starts really early in the second season as well. Like very early. And then for the entire season, it just gets more and more like kind of deep. I guess you'll say because of the fact that uh, they're going to be graduating and they can't bring Azanyan to their college band or whatever because of the fact that there's a year of a gap right there in terms of age. So because of that, they're going to have to go back to the original four. And then once the other one graduates, it could probably happen and stuff like that. Um, but in the first season, let me go back to the first season real quick. They had like a few training camps and stuff like that, that had some incredible scenes. By the way, I, I haven't mentioned this because, you know, most people already know this, but this was animated by Koizo Animations. So the animation was very great. Okay. The, um, the faces, the... The, the settings were actually really flipping great. Like, I think that's very underrated. Not a lot of people talk about that. But, like, the backgrounds and the sceneries and stuff like that, I love them. To I love them. Absolutely love them. Um, that also continues in the second season as well, considering it was only just a year of a difference. They apply the same techniques and stuff like that to the second season. Um, so... Yeah, the first season, it's pretty much the biggest thing they do is have a training camp and stuff like that. And as well as, like, when they have the the concerts and stuff like that. I think uh, one of the, the main concerts was the fact that, uh, me, I, I don't, I'm not going to get into much detail for any, uh, for any, uh, people out there. Uh, but there's, uh, one concert in spe specifically near the beginning of, uh, near the middle, excuse me, near the middle of, uh, season one that gets really spicy. And rice bowls are involved I guess you'll say uh, <sighs> let's go to the second season shall we <laughs> so the second season pretty much is almost the same as the first season I say almost because of the fact that like I said earlier the lingering drama of graduation and exams uh, make the second season a little bit more must watch in a way because of the fact that there's a little bit of drama in there, which you need that in every anime. Um, so because of the exams, because of graduation, it's stressful for the for the group for the club. Um, so I'm not gonna say like obviously for anybody who's thinking you know oh there's fighting involved and stuff like that. No, surprisingly, this doesn't show off. The the part of being in a band where you are fighting with your bandmates almost twenty four hours a day. There's still some fighting, but I think the I think the fighting's more child's play. We'll call it we'll call it child's play. Okay. <laughs> um. So. Um. Let me see here. The supporting. I actually I haven't talked about the supporting cast characters either. I just now remembered that. Yeah. So, you have, uh, June, one of my favorite supporting characters of the show. Absolutely love her. 
Not just because she has pigtails. But I absolutely love Ju because of her personality. Okay. Then you have uh, Noroka. Which. Oh boy. I don't know what it is with me and short haired girls. Love them. Love Nodoka so much. Like, I kind of find... I, if I have to rank the characters, that's super difficult. I have uh, Sawako. There, or at least there is Sawako, which is the teacher. Who is a airhead, if I've ever seen one. Then you have uh, Yui. Uh, which is Yui's sister. That's hard to pronounce. That's hard to pronounce her uh, But yes. So, I, I'll i rank the characters after I talk about the movie. Because that's something I kind of need to do. And that's, I, I have to think about that as well. So, I'll think about it as I'm talking about Season 2 and the movie. Um, so, for Season 2, there's Episode 20. Is it Episode 23 where they have the little ballad song that... Four out of the five sing because the fifth one is sitting down, which is Azanyan. And the other four are singing to her because of graduation, stuff like that. My God, for it being an anime about rock, this this song, like, stabbed me in the heart more times than it should have. 23 times, to be in fact. In fact. Um, so, in general, the music of this series is really lighthearted in a way. I guess that's why they named it Light Music Club, I guess. <laughs> but, the music's amazing, okay? You obviously have the famous Fua Fua Time, which has been covered by almost every single... Otaku in the entire world. Um, the openings and the endings of of both seasons, and I think the movies as well, are absolutely killer. Okay. Um, the first season had one of my personal favorite endings, which was "Don't Say Lazy." Absolutely love that song. The whole rhythm, the flow, beautiful, absolutely amazing. Okay, and Mio's voice compliments. It's basically the cherry on the top, basically. Um, but second season had my most favorite opening. I mean, of all time. Uh huh. Cause it's just, cause the opening to season two brings out the craziness that is Kaon. And it's summed up in a minute 30. The entire song itself is sums up the entire craziness of the of the series. But the first minute 30 instantly makes it makes you go like, oh, so this is what the show's gonna be about. Craziness. And that's what the second season was about. Craziness, drama, yeah, you name it, they had it. Um yeah, I think like another big drama thing that happened, which I think was in season two, if I remember correctly, was Yui getting sick. Um, which sucked. Uh, they also what trip was it in the movie or was it second season? 
think it was the second season when they had that trip to Kyoto. They had two of them. In the they had one in the first season and they had one in the second season where they took a trip uh, to Kyoto. I think. I think. I remember there was one in the second season that was very memorable. I think that second one was because they went to a concert, though. I'm not sure. But, um, my lord. They had some incredible episodes for the second season. Okay? Uh, it's hard to pick between the two seasons if one of them is better than the other because of the fact that season two had a lot more to give to you in terms of episodes. Uh, because, I mean, yeah, that is said, because you based okay, so if I remember, if I remember correctly, season two had double the amount of episodes as season one. So yes, season two has more to give off to you. So I guess in a way that's, yeah, that'd mean that season two would be a little bit better, but season one planted the seeds to a lot of great stuff, I guess you'll say. At least in the first four episodes, and then the rest were all like, okay, if you can make it past the first four episodes, you'll guarantee guarantee finish the entire series with a big smile on your face and stuff like that. Then you get to season two, where the real test begins. So, yeah. Um, Now for the movie. The movie is not a direct sequel off of season two. In fact, it takes place before episode 23 or something like that. I forgot. It, it takes place before the end of season two. But, you know, you don't have to watch the movie, but it's very recommended if you love. If you love the first two seasons, you'll love the movie because it's it it cultivates everything about the series. Um, so the movie essentially takes, I don't, yeah, it takes all five of the light music club members and their club president, which is Sawako to London. They go to the UK for a couple days. Um, and play some music there. Immediately, I am all set for this movie. I am excited. Before I watched this movie, I was, I was like, all right, I'm going to get my popcorn. I'm going to get my, my, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get my phone out and I'm going to set it to silent, but I'm going to live tweet this. Except I didn't live tweet it because I I really can't do live tweeting whenever I watch stuff. That's hard to do. I just want to watch anime. So that's what I do. But the movie was amazing. Okay. I don't know what it is with me and watching movies. But whenever I watch a movie, I tend to really like the movies. I gave the Kodosuma movie a 10 out of 10. I give... What, what other movie did I give? I gave the Steins Gate movie a 10 out of 10. I think I gave everything for Steins Gate a 10 out of 10. I gave the movie of K-On a... Uh, actually, it was a 9 out of 10, but whatever. Um, But this... Um, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, that's right. Wait, hold on a second. 
Okay, yeah, never mind. Excuse, sorry. I was thinking of something differently. Sorry. Um, but the entire movie's a f like it's so good. It's so good. Cause like I said, this was this this movie takes place a couple of days before their graduation. Actually, a couple of weeks before the graduation. I can't remember exactly, but it happens before graduation, so it happens before the end of season two. So the entire movie, the first half of the movie, or at least seventy five percent of the movie, uh, is based around what they want to do for Azanyan once graduation comes around the corner. You know, like some sort of present or something like that. So the four of them write a song for her, which would then be that song that is from episode 23, I believe, or episode 24, whichever one it was, um, when they were singing that song to, to her before the end of season two, I think it may be the 25th episode. I don't know, but either way. It's amazing. It's hilarious. It's entertaining. It's wholesome. Okay. And the one key thing that tops the movie. Um, <laughs> is Ritsu in that shop. Just speaking. Tr I put this in air quotes. Massive air quotes. Speaking English. To the uh, restaurant owner. Beautiful. They spent like five minutes on the plane. Going over like English stuff and stuff like that. And then they were immediately like shot down. Because of the fact that they were on a Japanese airplane. And they had Japanese flight attendees and stuff like that. It was a mess. <laughs> uh, that made me laugh. That made me, that made me bust out. Not going to lie. So, I've talked about the first season, talked about the second season, talked about the movie. Let's rank some characters, shall we? I, I got, I'm going to list off 10 characters. Oh boy, this is so difficult. It's, this is difficult. So when I say these names, I'm going to go from the bottom up. Keep in mind, these are all very close. So don't say like one of them's the worst or whatever. And make it sound like it's, you know, like I'm saying like they're the devil. This is just very, very hard for me to pick all the characters and break them. Um, I'm going to go from, let's see, how many characters am I ranking off here? I'm going to list off a couple of the supporting characters. I think the four that I listed off from earlier, I'll like, I'll rank as well as the five characters, the five main ones from the, the, the music club. So, you know, the five that I'm talking about in terms of the light music club for the most part, um, I'll do those. And then, like I said, I'll do the four supporting I talked about earlier. Um, actually, looking at the characters list, I remember Ichigo. She was very, very hilarious to to watch. But since that makes it 10, she'll go to number 10. <clears throat> Excuse me. She'll go to 10. Ichigo will go to number 10. I'm going to put Ui 
uh, number nine. Even though, like I said, that is very hard to pick that. Because, like, they all can flip-flop positions, like, in a minute time. Okay, I'll be all like, well, actually, no. <laughs> but, I'll put Ui number nine. I'll put, ah, I know somebody from Twitter is going to hate me if they listen to this. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put Sawako number eight. I just, eh, don't really care that much. Um, God, this is so difficult. Oh, God. I'm going to put, um, fuck, shit, I, I'm going to hurt my brain trying to think of this, I'm going to put, sorry, I'm going to, I've got, I got to put Moogie number seven, I'm sorry, I love, I love Moogie, and I said I loved her, but, uh, I got to put her number seven, sorry, I'm going to put Yui, Yui goes on 6th place. Yui goes to 6th place. Ritsu goes 5th. Azidyan goes 4th. June goes 3rd. Nodoka goes 2nd. And I'm going to put Mio number 1. There. There's my top 10. <laughs> oh, my brain. That was so much more stressful than it, than it should have. But there's my top 10. Okay. If you if you disagree, then scream then scream in my emails about it. JapanholicPC at gmail.com. That essentially wraps up this month's edition of uh of Weeb Reviews. Basically, if you haven't watched Kaon, go watch it. If you have watched if you have watched Kaon, go watch it again. It's amazing. Uh don't scream at me about my decisions on the characters because of the fact that like I said, they were all very close, except for 10th place. Didn't really care much about Ichigo, but uh, I remember her from the from the second season, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. Um, but uh, next week, I believe, is the first Wednesday of February, if I remember correctly. Yes, it'll be the first Wednesday of uh, February. So I'll do top anime news of January next week, which there's a lot. There's a lot. January was stacked with news. I have to talk about a lot of news. I say that every month, but like I said, I don't want to go longer than a half hour for those things. Um, I didn't want to go longer than 40 minutes on this one, but shit. Gave me a topic about chaos. And I'm like, dude, let me talk about it. But um, that pretty much that pretty much wraps up for this week's episode. If you're new to this podcast, please make sure to... Um, Hit that follow button. Get notifications if you can get them somehow. Although Spotify's notifications are very, very, very late sometimes. I don't get notifications about new episodes till like two days afterwards. When I already notice that there's a new episode. And plus, I've probably already listened to the episode. So, I don't know. But, yeah. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's edition of the Japanaholic Podcast. I'm Edley Certified Japanaholic. Dude, is Taylor. And I will be back next week to do it all over again. I'm signing off.